So my function is not that of a teacher, not that of a prophet, not that of a savior, not that of a messenger. My function simply is that of a reminder. I want to be just a mirror to you so that you can see your original face. And if you can see a Buddha in me, there is no difficulty in seeing the Buddha in you too, maybe a little lazy, a little sleepy, a little gone off the track. But a Buddha is a Buddha. It does not matter whether his nuts and bolts are a little loose, we will fix them. One's Buddhahood is one's essential nature. Osho. Osho, Beyond Enlightenment, The Alchemy of Enlightenment. To continue reading this chapter in the Osho English Library, go to https colon slash slash bitly slash 3EO. Q. What is love? Osho, it depends. There are as many loves as there are people. Love is a hierarchy, from the lowest rung to the highest, from sex to superconsciousness. There are many, many layers, many planes of love. It all depends on you. If you are existing on the lowest rung, you will have a totally different idea of love than the person who is existing on the highest rung. Adolf Hitler will have one idea of love, Gautam Buddha another, and they will be diametrically opposite, because they are at two extremes. At the lowest, love is a kind of politics, power politics. Wherever love is contaminated by the idea of domination, it is politics. Whether you call it politics or not is not the question, it is political. And millions of people never know anything about love except this politics, the politics that exists between husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends. It is politics, the whole thing is political, you want to dominate the other, you enjoy domination. And love is nothing but politics sugar-coated, a bitter pill sugar-coated. You talk about love but the deep desire is to exploit the other. And I am not saying that you are doing it deliberately or consciously, you are not that conscious yet. You cannot do it deliberately, it is an unconscious mechanism. Hence so much possessiveness and so much jealousy become a part, an intrinsic part, of your love. That's why love creates more misery than joy. 99% of it is bitter, there is only that 1% of sugar that you have coated on top of it. And sooner or later that sugar disappears. When you are in the beginning of a love affair, those honeymoon days, you taste something sweet. Soon that sugar wears off, and the realities start appearing in stark nakedness and the whole thing becomes ugly. Millions of people have decided not to love human beings anymore. It is better to love a dog, a cat, a parrot, it is better to love a car, because you can dominate them well, and the other never tires to dominate you. It is simple, it is not as complex as it is going to be with human beings. At a cocktail party the hostess couldn't help overhearing the conversation of a suave gentleman. Oh, I adore her. I worship her, declared the gentleman. I would too if she were mine, agreed his friend. The way she walks and swishes. Her beautiful big brown eyes, her head so proud and erect. You're very fortunate, commented his friend. And do you know what really thrills me? The way she nibbles my ear. Sir, the hostess interjected. I couldn't help listening to those affectionate words. In this day of numerous divorces I admire a man who so passionately loves his wife. My wife? Said the gentleman, surprised. No, my champion racehorse. People are falling in love with horses, dogs, animals, machines, things. Why? Because to be in love with human beings has become an utter hell, a continuous conflict, nagging, always at each other's throats. This is the lowest form of love. Nothing is wrong with it if you can use it as a stepping stone, if you can use it as a meditation. 
If you can watch it, if you try to understand it, in that very understanding you will reach another rung, you will start moving upwards. Only at the highest peak, when love is not a relationship anymore, when love becomes a state of your being, the lotus opens totally and great perfume is released, but only at the highest peak. At its lowest, love is just a political relationship. At its highest, love is a religious state of consciousness. I love you too, Buddha loves, Jesus loves, but their love demands nothing in return. Their love is given for the sheer joy of giving it, it is not a bargain. Hence the radiant beauty of it, hence the transcendental beauty of it. It surpasses all the joys that you have known. When I talk about love, I am talking about love as a state. It is unaddressed, you don't love this person or that person, you simply love. You are love. Rather than saying that you love somebody, it will be better to say you are love. So whosoever is capable of partaking, can partake. Whosoever is capable of drinking out of your infinite sources of being, you are available, you are available unconditionally. That is possible only if love becomes more and more meditative. Medicine and meditation come from the same root. Love as you know it is a kind of disease, it needs the medicine of meditation. If it passes through meditation, it is purified. And the more purified it is, the more ecstatic. Nancy was having coffee with Helen. Nancy asked, How do you know your husband loves you? He takes out the garbage every morning. That's not love. That's good housekeeping. My husband gives me all the spending money I need. That's not love. That's generosity. My husband never looks at other women. That's not love. That's poor vision. John always opens the door for me. That's not love. That's good manners. John kisses me even when I've eaten garlic and I have curlers in my hair. Now, that's love. Everybody has their own idea of love. And only when you come to the state where all ideas about love have disappeared, where love is no more an idea but simply your being, then only will you know its freedom. Then love is God. Then love is the ultimate truth. Let your love move through the process of meditation. Watch it, watch the cunning ways of your mind, watch your power politics. And nothing else except continuous watching and observing is going to help. When you say something to your woman or your man, look at it, what is the unconscious motive? Why are you saying it? Is there some motive? Then what is it? Be conscious of that motive, bring it to consciousness, because this is one of the secret keys for transforming your life, anything that becomes conscious disappears. Your motives remain unconscious, that's why you remain in their grip. Make them conscious, bring them to light, and they will disappear. It is as if you pull up a tree and bring the roots to the sunlight, they will die, they can exist only in the darkness of the soil. Your motives also exist only in the darkness of your unconsciousness. So the only way to transform your love is to bring all the motivations from the unconscious into the conscious. Slowly, slowly, those motives will die. And when love is unmotivated, then love is the greatest thing that can ever happen to anybody. Then love is something of the ultimate, of the beyond. That is the meaning when Jesus says, God is love. I say to you, love is God. God can be forgotten. But don't forget love, because it is the purification of love that will bring you to God. If you forget about God completely, nothing is lost. But don't forget love, because love is the bridge. Love is the process of alchemical change in your consciousness. Heart, Osho, Heart. From Munio Mystica, Volume 2, Discourse Number 4. My Comments. 
Love is like universal master Osho, it could lead one to God. Being conscious is the way to feel Osho, love of Osho. The journey inwards is quite easy if it is based on love. First of all it is a natural yearning, so you need not have to learn it from others. There is no need of a master, just a little conscious effort of awareness is sufficient to make progress beyond bodily love or political love. It is my experience that for me being conscious during making any statement of love was very difficult, rather it came in the last. You may need to try being conscious during different acts and the one which gives you result within one to three months is best for you. I found being aware during brushing my teeth in the morning very easy and rewarding. I started getting moments of no thoughts during brushing. Osho says thoughts and consciousness or awareness cannot go together like darkness and sun. So if thoughts are stopping for a moment, you are fully aware or conscious during that moment. You are with yourself in that moment. All these efforts made it possible for you to live one moment with yourself. Once I got such moments I have decided that 23 hours and 58 minutes are for family, friends, society and work but these two minutes are my investment on myself, my inner journey. I quote one great Sufi mystic, Jalaluddin Rumi, one day took his disciples to a field where a farmer had been trying for months to dig a well. The disciples were feeling a little reluctant, what is the point in going there? Whatever he wants to say, he can say here. But Jalaluddin insisted, you come with me. Without coming you will not understand. What the farmer had done was, he would start digging in one place, go 10 feet, 12 feet, would not find water and would start digging in another place. He had dug eight holes and now he was working on the ninth. He had destroyed the whole field. Rumi told his disciples, don't be like this idiot. If he had put all this energy into digging one hole he would have found water, howsoever deep it is. He has wasted his energy unnecessarily. And that's what everybody is doing. You start, you go a little bit, and then you start again sometime later, or some years later. You go a little bit from a different direction. These little bits are dangerous. Your effort should be concentrated, and once you start, and you have a master in whom you can trust and in whom you can see the realization of a Buddha, then there is no going back. Then go on digging, even if it takes 30 years. From, Osho, Book Joshu, The Lion's Roar. CH.4. Go on digging. Over a period of time, within 20 years, I was capable to apply the awareness during other acts while I realized later that in many acts it started happening automatically even before that. Living with totality, living life as an authentic being and free from all conditionings, religious, educational, caste, color etc. are three important catalysts to help one dive deeper. Awareness meditation is the way worked for me, maybe you too find it suitable otherwise dynamic meditation is for most of the people. There are 110 other meditation techniques discovered by Indian mystic Gorknot about 500 years before and further modified by Osho that one can experiment, and the suitable one could be practiced in routine life. Osho International Online, OIO, provides facility to learn these from your home. 1. Through Osho Meditation Day at 20 euros per person. Oil rotate times through three time zones NY, Berlin and Mumbai. You can pre-book according to the convenient time for you. 2. There is Osho Evening Meeting Streaming which can be accessed every day at local time starting 6.40 p.m., of which Osho says that he wants his people to view it all over the world and these days it is possible, and 16 of the meditations mostly with video instructions and so much more on osho.com slash meditate. 3. There is a 7 days free trial also for people who would like to first try it out. 
This is an opportunity for learning and knowing Osho through these sannyasins who lived in his presence and brought to life his words in best possible quality in all formats. Disciples of Jesus left him alone in last minutes but Osho's disciples remained with him till he left his body willingly after working, till last day, for all of us to get enlightened. Jesus tried hard till last minute, before being caught, to teach meditation to his disciples. As per St. John's Gospel, Jesus used words to transfer his meditative energy to them and went on to pray God, but on returning he found them sleeping. He tried two times again but in vain. Even today Zen people use words for meditation and they're saying sit silently, do nothing, season comes and the grass grows by itself green. Hi! I write my comments from my personal experiences of my inner journey. This post may include teachings of mystics around the world that I found worth following even today. For more about me and to connect with me on social media platforms, have a look at my Linktree website for connecting with my social media links, or subscribe my YouTube channel and or listen to the podcasts etc.